Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Man, it is fascinating watching the media, the left-wing media, celebrate a lawsuit against the media and then have the lawyers suing the media thank the media for their defense of the lawsuit against the media. Is You know, what did I tell you, Joe and Ray? Never say what you were talking about off the air. Nobody cares. It's on the air. But I got to tell you, Joe and I were just, we, we both had the exact same thought with some of these clips today. Like, really? Are you guys so short-sighted you miss what's going on here? We got a lot to talk about today. Rarely heavy news day. Newsweek hasn't been great so far. Today's an exception. Uh, we got the Dominion lawsuit that happened. We got a fact check, which should say to you immediately, something's going on. Loaded show. We'll tie it to the Soros Network. Stay tuned. Big show for you today. Today's show brought to you by Helix. HelixSleep.com slash Dan is the website. Today's show is brought to you by HelixSleep.com because as you get older, you know what you need? You need that critical, deep sleep, that healing sleep, that restorative sleep, that sleep where you wake up in the morning, and you're like, I feel like I slept good. Super important. You're not going to get it on a junk mattress. So get rid of the junk mattress and go to helixsleep.com. Take the sleep quiz. I took it. I was matched to the Midnight Lux. Amazingly comfortable. Helix knows everyone's unique. So they have several different mattress models to match based on your body type and sleep preferences. Once you match, your mattress comes right to your door ship for free. When you receive your Helix mattress, you'll be obsessed with it. It's H-E-L-I-X, Helix. It was quick and fun to unbox. You won't believe how well you'll sleep. You wake up rested and refreshed. Yes, they have a 10-year warranty. Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away. Helix is now offering up to 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for listeners to this program. It's our best offer yet, so go today. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. HelixSleep.com slash Dan. With Helix, better sleep starts tonight when you rest your head on that pillow. All right, Joseph, let's go. A professional show, Dan. Here we go. See, he knows we were just talking about this. Yeah. That Listen, was weird. there's a difference, okay? There's people who purport to be in one lane and then another lane, okay? That doesn't mean they're not on the same baseball team. You have starting pitchers on a baseball team and you have relief pitchers. They're on the same team. They have the same goals to win games, correct? To win games honestly and ethically, right? You don't like cheaters. Right. But they have different roles. So you have opinion people in this space who rely on reporting and hopefully get the facts right. But it's largely dependent on who's going to come on and what they're saying and when they're saying it, if you have guest segments, whatever it may be. But then you have journalists. Journalists' job, if, if they say they're doing their job like they're supposed to do it, is not to be opinion hosts. It's to give you the facts and allow you to formulate an opinion. Right. Okay? That was a total, that all melted down yesterday. That all melted down completely. It was incredible to watch what I saw yesterday. So you may have heard the breaking news that uh, Fox uh, Corp settled their lawsuit with Dominion. Uh, Dominion sued him for some alleged misstatements on the air, insinuating that Fox put them on the air maliciously. Fox fought back uh, and said, these were, these were newsworthy claims. We were reporting the news. There's, there's simply no way in a live show with guests to fact check every single thing that goes on. Joe, you've been in the media business, yeah. you know, 30 years. You have people come on your show, politicians who say all kinds of things. It will, I understand what they were what they were claiming. Right. So this turned out to be a bizarre case. They settled. I'll leave it up to you to for you to decide if you think that was the right decision or the wrong decision. Um, they obviously don't consult me for that stuff. I have nothing to do with this at all. 
Uh, but what was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen, I think ever seen, and, and it's related to this specific thing, media lawsuits. The most bizarre thing I've ever seen, one of the lawyers for Dominion, after the settlement, comes out and gives a little mini presser and actually thanks the people in the left-wing media for helping them out in their case against the media. The most bizarre thing I've seen in a media lawsuit, I think, ever. Here, take a look yourself. One last thank you, which is really to all of you for being with us on this journey. We appreciate what you've done to help us and to help expose what we were able to discover over the course of this process. And so thank you, and we'll see you at the next one. The, the, folks, it, I've never seen anything like that. The, the, the lawyer for in a lawsuit against the media's ability to cover stories in live time, thanking the media for attacking another media organization. I've never seen anything like it. Listen, I'm going to tell you, yesterday's uh, settlement and this lawsuit in general poses a really grave threat to media everywhere. It doesn't matter what your ideological tilt is. I mean, we all get CNN and MSNBC have a left uh, have left have a left wing bent. That's not breaking news. Everybody knows that it's the worst kept secret in the media business. Obviously, you could probably make a good case. Fox has a conservative bent as well. Some conservatives might challenge that too. The point is, people have different opinions on it. And I know working there, no one tells me what to say. Show's called unfiltered for a reason. We air segments. I've never had any issues at all. I can only tell you the truth. But I'm curious here as to what the standard is. And Joe, you you know, you, you feel free to put your input in. You've been doing this a lot longer than I have. I'm just, I mean this, folks. I'm not trying to be silly or coy. And I know, I know I always tell you, pose a question, not an assertion. A question is better. I'm honestly posing a question, not to elicit a response uh, in, in a way to be silly, but because I'm genuinely curious myself. What's the standard now? So if Hillary Clinton were to be a guest on the Dan Bongino show, yeah. probably would never happen, but who knows? One day she might come on and say, I want to I want to come on your show. I don't know. We're the second biggest conservative podcast. Maybe she wants to give it. We'd give her a fair shot. If she comes on the air on my show, right? Because now this is a live stream. It's 11.06 and 40 seconds. If she comes on the show and insists that there's a pee-pee tape of Donald Trump uh, in Russia, and it was used as blackmail material to collude to steal an election. A claim obviously ridiculous and absurd, refuted by a federal investigation by a guy who doesn't even like Trump and Bob Mueller. Can we be sued? And is that a, is that a legitimate case? Listen, I'm not a lawyer. I'm, 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 I'm asking because I'm really curious what the standard is now. Well, you may say, well, the standard is you can't air false claims. Well, what if we're not making them? I mean, like I said, Joe, you've been at WCBM forever. People call in on the phone line. Hey, is this Joe? Okay, I'm the guest yeah. in your next segment. People say stuff all the time. So is the suggestion that you're supposed to stop the show, say, hold on, let me check that claim. You said Maryland had 7% growth last year in income tax revenue. Stand by. Uh, hold on, be back. I, I'm not, no, folks. This may sound like me being a me yeah. being an ass. I'm not. I am really curious as to what the standard is. What's the standard? I mean, the the best I think you can do is to 
invite the opposition party on at a later date, which we do on my Fox show all the time. They never want to come on. Democrats, we have a segment called the rebuttal. Why don't we do it more often, debating Democrats? You want to know the hard truth? Because they never want to come on. Folks, I, I, I've never seen anything like this. I, I'm really confused moving forward what the standard is for the media. And the media, by the way, includes opinion hosts. Here. I mean, I'm going to prove it to you. Kanakoa put this, uh, it's 21 minutes long. <laughs> Joe had a little brain melt. He's like, what do you mean? It's 22 seconds. I'm like, dude, am I, I, you got me. I'm like, am I reading this wrong? And I sent you another word because nobody else saw what you saw. I know. I'm like, what is he talking about? I'm like, Joe, cut this in about a minute 38. <laughs> this goes on for what? 21 minutes, Joe? It's a long video. It's you want to see piece. it? You go to Kanakoa. He does some, does some good work over there, right? Uh, but this is a compilation of left-wing Democrat lawmakers. It's only about a minute and 38 seconds. This goes on for 21 minutes. Uh, college professors, Democrats, liberal media hosts, suggesting that voting machines are somehow can, are corrupted or can be corrupted and that inter, and elections can be interfered in. These are all Democrats. So I'm curious with this new standard the Democrats are trying to lay down. I'm genuinely curious. Are all of these people... Should they be banned from the show? My guess is yes, based on this new standard, because these are clearly, many of these clearly are likely false claims. Here, keep it. This is Democrats doing the same thing Fox was sued over. Take a listen. Virginia just stopped using touchscreen computer voting because it's so vulnerable. Right. We need to look at all the voting machines. Every secretary of state needs to be, you know, assisted in making sure that they are not being uh, hacked and, and attacked. I continue to think that our voting machines are too vulnerable. Her research has repeatedly de demonstrated that ballot recording machines and other voting systems are susceptible to tempering. Even hackers with limited prior knowledge, tools, and resources are able to breach voting machines in a matter of minutes. In 2018, electronic voting machines in Georgia and Texas deleted votes for certain candidates or switched votes from one candidate to another. The biggest seller of voting machines is doing something that violates cybersecurity 101, directing that you install remote access software, which would make a machine like that you know, a magnet for fraudsters and hackers. These voting machines can be hacked quite easily. You could easily hack into them. It makes it seem like all these states are doing different things, but in fact, three companies are controlling this. It is the individual voting machines that some pose that pose some of the greatest risk. There are a lot of states that are dealing with antiquated machines. Right. Which are vulnerable to being hacked. Workers were able to easily hack into an electronic voting machine. It was possible to switch votes. Forty three percent of American voters use voting machines that researchers have found have serious security flaws, including back doors. We know how vulnerable now our systems were. We know I know the hackathon that took place last year where virtually every machine was broken into fairly quickly. Again, folks, these are Democrats asking some of the very same questions about voting, voting processes, voting integrity, election integrity. I, I, you can watch the whole video. It's 21 minutes plus. This goes on and on and on. It would take up a third of the show. Are they, are they not allowed on the air? These are fundamentally serious questions in a, in a constitutional republic. Are they not allowed on the air anymore? Are they not allowed on the air anymore? Because you can't have it both ways. 
And Joe, tell me if I'm wrong. Either what they're saying and questioning about machines are legitimate lines of inquiry, which they are voting processes, right? Or they're not. They're fairy tales totally made up in lies. And then those people shouldn't be on the air. Right? Am I, is there an option yeah, C? Yeah, right. I, yeah, and we could get in trouble because we just had them on. Oh, we might. We, you're darn right. Seriously. Are we going to get sued? Right. We just played Mark Warner, Hillary Clinton, and was it Zoe Lofgren and Marcia Kaptur and Amy Klobuchar? Yeah, dude. Are we, yeah, we yeah, going to get yeah. sued? I don't know. I don't know. I'm willing to stand up for our ability and the left-wing media's ability to speak freely on the air. And if that's part of the process, then that's part of the process. But it's clearly a newsworthy item, not an effort to defame anyone, to broadcast lawmakers with massive power in the Senate and the Congress suggesting we have problems with voting. That's clearly a newsworthy item on a news program. I'm unsure what the standard is. I ask you not to forget either that it's CNN and MSNBC taking an insane victory lap yesterday that their ability in the media to report on news items has now been severely compromised by them going on the record, suggesting that every single thing uttered by a person on TV must be lifetime fact-checked or something. I don't think they understand the damage they did to their own networks because they're the ones that lied to the public about the PP tape, about collusion, about the laptop, about government spying. I asked CNN to explain this now. They're going to be a lawsuit on this? Is the statute of limitations up? Here's an article from back in 2017. That date's wrong. This is 2017. British intelligence passed Trump Associates communications with Russians onto U.S. counterparts. Folks, please look up this article yourself. Don't take my word for it. You think I'm making up the URL? AI created it? Wait, go back. Go back to that article. I'm not making this up. This is still on CNN's website. British intelligence passed Trump Associates communications with Russians onto U.S. counterparts, i.e. they were spying on Trump. The article is up there still on CNN. That's ridiculous. Dude, we have cited this article how many it's times? A Maybe a hundred? It's it's on my it's in my it's in my footnotes on my book. The CNN reported they were spying on Trump. Yet April 2017. Yeah, I figured that. Here, you just you, you put the the, uh, the today's article right up. You, you, yeah. So here's CNN uh, recently fact-checking the exact same claim. Did Obama and Biden spy on the Trump campaign? They wrote about it. Here's their conclusion, Joe. This is comprehensively wrong. You got, you, <sighs> Guy, chime in here, please. Am I crazy? You guys reported it, not me. You guys reported it. I, he's, you know, Joe, he's like, please stop trying. Please. He's like, you're giving me a headache. It's early. I got a long day today. He's like, you're really hurting my feelings here. This is just really stupid. I, is it, can CNN now be sued? CNN is concluding their own reporting is, quote, comprehensively wrong. It's right there. It's, it's right there, man. Just read it. Where's the lawsuit? The answer is there shouldn't be a lawsuit. CNN's first story was accurate. CNN's second story was not accurate, but you know what they're going to say? And they've got a darn good case. 
they're going to say, well, in our opinion, that didn't constitute spying. It was unauthorized surveillance. All right, it's an opinion. It's an opinion. You're not going to win that case. The point I'm trying to tell you is they're contradicting their own reporting. This is, I, I've, <laughs> I've never seen anything like this. Okay, I'm defending CNN. This has been so bad Weird. <laughs> this is freaking crazy. It gets even worse. Believe it or not, here's Allison Camerata. I don't know what her issue is. Since she left Fox, she seems extremely bitter at Fox. Don't know the circumstances. Did some hits with Allison Camerata. Did not work there when she worked there. We only crossed paths when I was a guest on the network. Uh, I didn't find her to be candid, particularly savvy about media stories. Tried to explain to her an ATF story one time. She got completely lost on the air. But here she is. She's very upset about this whole thing. I'm just curious. She works at CNN. Was she upset about them lying about the Spygate scandal too? The PP scandal? The Russia laptop Hunter scandal? She didn't seem to even say anything about that. Here, take a listen. Are you surprised about what the Fo- what Fox did? I haven't been surprised by any of this, nor am I surprised by the settlement. I predicted there would be a settlement all along because Fox doesn't want to air its dirty laundry in a court case. And and forgive me, I don't share quite Ellie's, um, I guess, uh, being impressed at the outcome. This is half of what Dominion asked for, let's remember. And yes, obviously, it's a big windfall for Dominion. It's chump change for Fox. They make more than a billion dollars a year. They're news division. And so this is, I think, this is a victory for Fox. They don't have to put their big stars on the stand. And they didn't even have to issue a public apology. When you guys say that they admitted that they lied, no, they didn't. They're saying uh, that we, we acknowledge the court's findings that certain claims about Dominion appear, uh, uh, about Dominion to be false. That doesn't say we lied. That says they're false. And they say certain claims. They're not even saying they made those claims. They're not even saying which hosts of theirs made their claims. I think that this is the best outcome that Fox could ever have hoped for once they got themselves into this mess. Okay, this is just now now she's just being silly. Nobody won in this. You think it's what was it? Seven hundred eighty seven million. Oh, yeah, that's a huge win. What is even what is she even talking about? The irony is this is one of those scenarios where there are. Everybody loses. Everybody loses. Everyone loses. I don't even think Dominion understands how deeply everyone's lost here. You know how hesitant people are going to be in the future to report on potential? Let's say, you know, with AI, let's say in the future there's a real hack of, of, of a genuine widespread countrywide hack of election systems. Let's say AI does it, right? Maybe far off in the future, but say it happens. You think people are going to want to report on that in the future? Imagine it's absolutely authentic. It happens. You you know something happened. Vote totals, paper ballots don't match up. There's a massive AI hack, whatever it is. No one's going to report on that. Except left-wing networks if it benefits them because they're safe. I'm going to show you another clip coming up from Oliver Darcy, the biggest phony at CNN, a guy who used to be used to be an affiliate of campusreform.org and ran a website like exposing leftists or something. The guy, if you, anyone who knew him at the blaze said he was a total grifter. He was really cringy. 
and very weird around people. And they got rid of him or he left, whatever it was. He may have resigned. I'm not sure. But then he figured he was going to go over to CNN and grift off them. This guy used to pretend to be a conservative. He's on the air yesterday. This guy at the PP network taking a victory lap. Again, totally clueless as to this new media ecosystem they brought in today where no one's going to want to air anything anyone says if there's even a remote possibility that it could be questioned. You're going to put Democrats on the air after that? You're nuts. Quick break. Today's show brought to you by my friends at... Take a little sniff of the coffee. <laughs> Jim Key's like, it's Joe Biden. We need Joe Biden. Joe, sniff it. Sniff. He don't drink this coffee, Joe Biden. He don't... Si- you know why? No, not you, Joe. Joe Biden. Well, huh. you can sniff it too if you want. Joe Biden will not sniff this coffee. You know why? Because it's American coffee <laughs> with American values. That's why. You tired of that crap coffee from these liberal companies that hate your guts? Well, try blackout coffee. Stop giving your money to woke companies don't care about you. Go with a coffee option that aligns with your conservative values. My friends at Blackout Coffee. The coffee's damn good, too. Strong. Tastes like coffee. I don't want coffee tastes like brown water. I want coffee coffee. So I'm proud to personally recommend Blackout Coffee. It's a coffee company 100% committed to conservative values. They don't run from it at all. From sourcing the beans. The roasting process, customer support, or shipping, they've got an incredible work ethic and they're dedicated to promoting conservative principles and accepting no compromise on taste or quality. Do me a favor. Check out blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, and use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Ditch those other guys. Blackout Coffee remains true to our values. That's blackoutcoffee.com slash Bongino, or use coupon code Bongino for 20% off your first order. Check it out. You're going to love it. Tastes like coffee. Yeah, baby. I know. It's because I, he says my most passionate one because I love coffee. I'm married to a Colombian. Mm. Bad coffee won't survive 10 minutes in this house. It's like playing a bad guitar solo in Joe's house. You ain't going to last long. (laughs) Joe's having none of it. So I want you to watch this video. This is Oliver Darcy having another one of his on-air meltdowns. He's so upset there was a settlement in this case. Um, But if you listen to this, I cut this. I had Joe, and I shouldn't say I cut a joke, but I asked Joe to cut at a very specific point. I want you to pretend for a second that this is an Oliver Darcy CNN goofball, that this is an actual legitimate journalist on CNN. And I want you to listen to this and pretend for a moment he's talking about CNN and their coverage of the PP tape. The clip 100% works. (laughs) Listen to yourself. We're not going to see this public trial where people like Murdoch would have had to answer to this jury why they allow these uh, deranged conspiracy theories to take hold on the network's air, despite, as we know, as a result of this trial, as a result of the discovery, that they knew these lies were not true, that they were unhinged from reality. Um, We're not going to see that process take place in court, Jake. I know that there were a lot of people that wanted this process to take place in court because outside the, uh, the media defamation case, uh, this was also a really, to some extent, a trial built about, uh, made about democracy and, and democracy at large and election. He, he deranged conspiracy theories. <sighs> he could easily be talking about his own network and the peepee hoax. Easily. It's just, you understand they'll get no negative feedback whatsoever. You got this big brawl breaking out right now on the right between DeSantis and Trump guys. Who's the most conservative? Who's not? You could set up a UFC match tomorrow. Listen, our people, you know, the pro-lifers, they don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. 
You're not with them on their issues, you're out. Not the left, man. You almost have to admire, in a tragic way, their Borg-like manner where they're immune to shame. They're totally immune to shame. Here's Oliver Darcy. I've only put this up, I don't know, 10, 15 times. About Oliver. This is when he was at Campus Reform, which is a conservative organization. He used to run a website called ExposingLeftist.com, a website driven, uh, a video driven website dedicated to exposing the inherent failures found at the core of liberal philosophies. This is the same guy. This is the same guy. I know his, I, I already, I can already tell you what he's going to say. I had an awakening or whatever. Sure, you did, buddy. Called a paycheck. I don't know, awakens a lot of people who don't have any <laughs> principles. I'm sure you did. You had some grand awakening. The same guy. Here's what got Joe and I before the show. Listen, call me crazy, but I, I, I still maintain a little bit of hope. A little bit of hope. I have to because, you know, and the world can be very dark sometimes. I maintain a little bit of hope that there are some guys at least trying to do news. And, you know, Tapper, I really thought better of the guy than this. And my, my expectations aren't high for CNN people, I got to tell you, but I really thought. But here's Tapper, who, again, purports to be a journalist, not an opinion guy. You're an opinion guy, folks. Let, we have a lot of fun here. Mm-hmm. Laugh away. I'm not even suggesting laughing's a bad thing. But laughing at a media story you're supposed to be covering as a journalist, not an opinion guy? I, I don't get this at all. This is what Joe was talking about before the show. I mean, for your position, absolutely unprofessional. Can you imagine on Fox, like Brett Baer doing this, laughing at him? No. <laughs> I, 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 you may, whether you like Brett or not, I can't I'm telling you that. Brett's as serious as a heart attack. Yep. I, I, here, here's Tapper. He thinks this story's hilarious. Saying this, by the way, on the PP Tape Network. Check this out. Fox trying to put a f- positive face on what can only be interpreted as one of the ugliest and most embarrassing moments in the history of journalism. Fox uh, issued a statement saying, quote, we are pleased to have reached a settlement of our dispute. Dispute. With Dominion voting systems. We acknowledge the court's rulings, finding certain claims about Dominion to be false, the settlement reflects, I'm sorry, this is going to be difficult to say with a straight face. This settlement reflects Fox's continued commitment to the highest journalistic standards. We are hopeful that our, dis- sorry. What a lightweight, man. Man, to- totally, completely unprofessional. I, I Really, in that space. Just embarrassing. Is it, I mean, listen, if, if you're pitching your, your gig or your act or your shtick, to a bunch of left-wing radicals, it's perfect. I mean, uh, good for you, man. Good, good, good act you put on. But see, the whole idea is like you're you're pretending to be a journalist, but that's not what a journalist does. He doesn't levy an opinion through humor based on the case. Oh, this case is hilarious. Is it? Is it, Jake? I'm curious because I'm wondering what would happen if you were sued for allowing footage about people who purported to, that the Russian Russian collusion hoax were real was real. I wonder what would happen to you if you got if you think that was funny. I, I bet your answer would be, what was I supposed to do? Fact check them live on the air. I don't have the capability to do that. I have the guy on the show. They had a serious allegation, which is ironic that some of the same things some of the Fox people said you thought was really funny. Jake seems to forget this story, too. National Review. CNN settles lawsuit brought by Covington Catholic student Nicholas Sandman. He sued for, what, a couple hundred million? CNN only had to do some basic homework on that. 
They aired the, the allegation. They lost that one. Kind of ironic, really. I mean, these are media people. Folks, just, uh, I mean, a tough day for everyone. And I'll, I'll, I'll leave the segment here with this. I am genuinely curious moving forward what the standard is now for reporting on what politicians and prominent public figures say. I understand the legal ramifications. Defamation with actual malice for public figures. I've been uh, defamed. I had a lawsuit based on it where a media outlet uh, implied that I was fired from a job I absolutely was not fired from, and they knew it. That case didn't work out because the judge ultimately ruled in the case, which I thought was odd, that, Joe, you remember this, that it's not defamatory to suggest someone was fired, even if they weren't. And even my lawyer was scratching his head like, huh? <laughs> they remember. knew it. They knew I wasn't. But they, they sent me a text. They told me, hey, I heard you left. Yes, I left, meaning I wasn't fired. I left. I chose to leave. Now I'm really confused again. Even in losing that case, I thought I understood it. All right, judge didn't agree with the guy. Thought it was a silly decision, but respect it. Got to move on. He didn't think it was actual malice. I don't know what it is anymore. Are we allowed? To, are we not allowed to have Hillary Clinton on? Hillary Clinton, every time she goes on, insists the election was stolen by a bunch of Russian bots in Russia. A ridiculous, outlandish, fabricated fairy tale claim. Is every network opening themselves up to being sued? You know what, folks? I'm not a lawyer, but I have a number of really solid, strong legal friends who've suggested to me you might. So I'd warn everyone out there. You better keep Hillary Clinton and Adam Schiff off the air. Remember Adam Schiff looking right into the camera on Tucker's show? You guys remember this? I tell Tucker says, tell the audience you have evidence of Russian collusion. I have evidence of Russian collusion. Whatever he said, looked right in the camera and said it. It's Adam Schiff open to be sued right now? I no idea. I wouldn't have him on your network. You're taking a big chance. All right, let me get to my next sponsor. And this, this is the Soros angle of this show. Because, folks, the Soros people and the lawsuit people, I believe, involved in this, have been dying to censor conservative media outlets for a long time. This stuff is all tied together. They do it through fact checkers. They do it through lawfare. The law is warfare. They're, this is actively happening right now in front of your face. And a lot of this is funded by the Soros machine. I'll show you what happened to us yesterday with another fake fact check. And by the way, we get fact check. It means double down. It means they're scared of something. ITargetPro.com. For years, you've heard me talk about iTarget. If you have one, I'm about to take you to the next level. They have a new product you got to get your hands on. You ever seen these competitive shooters? They practice timing drills on the range. Imagine being able to do that at home anytime you want without spending a dime on ammo. That's what the all-new iTarget Cube does. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing laser rounds. You can buy one or upgrade to the three-pack for a truly unique training experience. I use it. You've got to stay frosty, folks. Safety and proficiency matter with the firearm. If not, don't get one, right? Compete with friends, practice clearing drills, or use random mode to test your ability to react all while the system times every shot you take. It works. You'll become a far more proficient uh, user of your firearm. Right now, save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code DAN when you go to itargetpro.com. That's the letter I, I-T-A-R-G-E-T. iTarget comes in most calibers from 9mm, 223, so you can train with almost any firearm. It's the easiest, most cost-effective way to train. It pays for itself in a single day. That's the letter I, itargetpro.com itargetpro.com. Use offer code Dan. Check it out. You're going to love this system. So wake up this morning, go to the Facebook page and boom, there it is. Another fake fact check. Now, 
This happens every time. We're used to it. Let me give you the cycle. I've explained it before. My Facebook page has been picking up a lot of steam again. We were in the, um, Facebook has this crowd tangle thing, which measures the top posts of the day. So I think last week we were in the top 10 posts nationally three times. So whenever that happens, the liberals, they get, they, they start wetting their diapers and crapping themselves, right? Mommy's got to clean them up. So it winds up happening and a wink and a nod goes out to these fact-checking organizations. They then go find some post on my page. They pick out some random thing. They out of context do a fact check on it and it shuts the page down again or it shuts down the distribution. Happens every time. It's been happening for five years. Facebook's a total clown show. It's a joke. Why do you stay on it? Honestly, at this point, just because owning the libs is a lifestyle and I find it hilarious that they spend all their time preoccupied with my Facebook page. I think it's kind of funny if you really want to know the reason. So here's the fact check. It's by this tool bag, D'Angelo Gore, uh, a obviously very dopey human being. Let's show D'Angelo here. Yes, not a very bright guy. This is from his Twitter avatar. Looks very serious, Joe. He's even got some lighting. Yeah. He's got some kind of like lighting on one side of the face. Not that he's a very serious guy, D'Angelo Gore. Not serious enough, however, to realize this article is hilarious in its stupidity. This is, this is embarrassing. I, I'm not even going to... It's so stupid that it's hard to even believe that a guy with no dignity like D'Angelo Gore would even put his name on it. FBI access request is not evidence that the White House lied about not being involved in the Mar-a-Lago raid. Folks, I'm not even going to go through the whole thing. I'll just It's tied up quickly. The White House had to have known what was going on. There was a special access request for them to be able to look at records, classified records in possession of the Trump team. They absolutely knew what was going on. Here's the problem. There's twofold. The Biden administration and this whole Soros fact-checking network, they realized the White House knew what was going on with this uh, Trump classified documents thing. The White House had a role in it. They also know that Biden's got his own classified document scandal. So they've got to make the Trump one appear worse. And they've got to make it appear Biden had nothing to do with it. So people with no human dignity like D'Angelo Gore come in to run interference. That article should say to you, now we should double down on the White House knowing about the Mar-a-Lago raid because they're definitely worried about something. That's all. How do I know that? I know it because this fact-checking network is all a Soros-based uh, operation. My editor at BonginoReport.com, mug here, Bongino Report mug. Matt Palumbo, he has a book coming out about this. You have to cover the book. I know I'm going all out of order, but show to cover the book. He's got a book coming out. You can pre-order it now called Fact-Checking the Fact-Checkers. We published it for him. It's uh, how the left hijacked and weaponized the fact-checking industry. Pick it up. Pre-order today. It's a really good book. I got a, a sneak peek at it. But he did a piece for the New York Post where he covers exactly this. This is all a Soros-based operation. How George Soros funds fact-checkers to silence dissent. So PolitiFact and these other, uh, a lot of these other companies, they're funded by Soros' group and other left-leaning groups. One of the projects of the Pointer Institute specifically is this international fact-checking network. Joe, the IFCN, that sounds very serious. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very serious. Now, they were launched in 2015 with its initial funding coming from the National Endowment for Democracy, the Omidyar Network, Google, Facebook, the Bill Gates Foundation, and the George Soros Open Society Foundation. The whole crew, man. The whole crew, Pierre Omidyar, all of them. So all left-wingers are funding these fact-checkers to do left-wing stuff, which is to censor conservative content. It's not the fact-check. They don't actually believe in fact-checking. So the IFCN that they fund, the International 
fact-checking network sounds very serious. This is quite fascinating. They act as a, a high body. High body. That doesn't sound tyrannical. I don't know. A high body of fact-checking organizations. <laughs> There's a chant, too? I didn't know that. There's a Joe, <laughs> Joe's engaged in a chant. This is so weird. I didn't know there was a chant. I'm blessed. And apparently, Joe, they're united <laughs> under a shared code of principles. Oh, no. Maybe they say the shared code when they're chanting and a mission to bring together fact checkers or whatever. And they note that among the, amongst the well-known organizations affiliated with this Soros-funded group, the IFCN, is factcheck.org, the article I just pointed to. Every time, folks. Whenever a fact checker harps in on a story, you better be damn well sure the Biden administration and liberals are freaked out about it. Now double down on the White House knowing about Mar-a-Lago because now you know they got something to hide. And they go to these useful idiots like D'Angelo Gore, who's got very good lighting in that picture. Here's how I know they're really, really worried about this. They had a crime hearing up in New York the other day, the House. They did a, a, a road hearing. And Democrats went up too, unlike the border where Democrats ducked it. Daniel Goldman, one of the biggest morons up in Congress, a Democrat from New York. This guy was the, one of the biggest pee-pee hoaxers out there. He won a seat in Congress magically. Here's how you know something's up with this George Soros-funded network of fact-checkers and everything going on right now with Soros and the DAs. Whenever they drop the, you talk about Soros, we're going to accuse you of anti-Semitism, which is hilariously stupid, right? Whenever they drop that, they are really worried about something. Whenever they start trying to hide something, it means double down. Here's Goldman at the hearing claiming again, you're definitely an anti-Semite if you start looking into the funding of George Soros and all this stuff. Check this out. We are deeply concerned about anti-Semitism in New York, which has increased more than 400 percent in the past eight years. Now, today we've already heard two members of the majority reference what one called the Sorosization of criminal justice, the criminal justice system. With the Sorosization George Soros taking money from George Soros. No, George Soros funded rogue prosecutor is the Soros prosecutors. George Soros is that all the Soros back district attorneys are doing this everywhere. It had a Soros Supreme Court justice directly funded by George Soros. Folks, whenever they do this, you know, we are on to something. It's they've thrown this charge out ridiculously so many times. It means absolutely nothing. It has no sticky effect whatsoever. You know, Joe and I chat about this a lot because I've been in this business a while, Joe longer than me, but I'm telling you 30 years ago, this was a big deal. If you accuse someone of being an anti-Semite or a racist, it was a big deal. Oh yeah. You'd be forced into days of statements and other statements, you know, uh, news stories, you know, when did you stop beating your wife type stories, right? It's been thrown out so much and so ridiculously and so obviously falsely that nobody even pays attention. A matter of fact, it has the opposite effect. It says to conservatives, okay, you're making this charge up because you're scared of something and hiding behind it. Now it's time to double down. The same thing with the fact checkers. It makes the term meaningless. It makes it, and, and the crazy thing is, is believe me, anti-Semitism is very real. And, it, it, and it's not a small group of people either. But the term, he's right, it's almost become meaningless because now you don't, you have to like triple check every single time someone says, wait, did a liberal say it? Well, why did they say it? You know, because it the same thing with racism. It's thrown out there all the time and you're like, eh, who said it? Who said it? Adam Schiff? Oh, whatever. Ilhan Omar. I mean, gosh, I mean, really. 
All right, I want to get uh, coming up next, Elon, his interview last night, again, part two with Tucker. Folks, it, he says something about an off switch for AI, but, and he's a very smart guy. I'm, I'm going to ask this question. If AI is smarter than us, that's why we need it, because it's smarter than us, correct? May not be more creative, but definitely has more processing power than us. We're assuming that it hasn't already figured out a way around the off switch. <laughs> Coming up next. The last sponsor, we appreciate your patience, good companies. I want to talk to you. Patriot Mobile. Hey, I don't know about you, but it takes a lot to shock me these days. But to see our judicial system resemble a third world banana republic and see trusted American companies embrace the insanity is really depressing. We got to fight back against this crap wokeness. And it starts with changing the way we spend their money. For years, big mobile companies have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because another option didn't exist. Well, now it does. Patriot Mobile, they're America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the best possible service in your area without the woke, woke propaganda pushed by leftists working hard to destroy this country. When you switch over to Patriot Mobile, you support a company that believes in free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call them at 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code DAN. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dan or call 878-PATRIOT. Hold on, I got a text here from Matt, from my fact checker author. Ah, here's Matt. Thanks for plugging the fact checker. But I always forget sometimes. Well, I'm so used to the recorded podcast show, I forget we're actually live. Yes, Matt, you're welcome. You're welcome. I'll tell Hold on. I'll text you now. You're welcome. The fact checker book is great. Fact checking the fact checkers by Matt Palumbo. I almost spelled your wrong. And Matt does also write the, uh, write the best headlines in the business on Bongino Report. He is absolutely correct. But you're welcome, Matt. The book is fantastic. I got a sneak peek at it. So Elon Musk did part two last night, the interview with Tucker Carlson. Listen, uh, you know, the AI thing frightens me. It does. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to create unnecessary anxiety. It frightens me because I'm a risk assessment guy. And the problem I have with black swan events, like a singularity event where AI becomes somewhat self-aware and decides that we're a problem for it and its existence, that sounds to me like an issue because it's infinitely smarter than we are based on sheer processing speed and would probably find a way to wipe us out. And here's the crazy thing, folks. It's not even hard. If AI hijacked the entire internet, I mean, from releasing viruses to detonating nuclear weapons to creating malicious proteins to shutting off supply lines for antibiotics to poisoning water. I mean, I'm not, I didn't even put the, that's what, four or five I just mentioned extemporaneously off the top of my head. If an infinite computing power wanted to wipe us out, poisoning fertilizer supplies for our food so the, the fields would be wiped out. I mean, I, I could think of a, probably a hundred different ways AI could kill us in a day. That sounds to me like a problem. So Elon was asked this question, but he's obviously worried about the danger. And Elon says, well, you know, maybe we should develop some off switch. And I know he's thought about this, but what if AI's already thought about that? Reminding me of a scene in The Matrix, but listen to this first. Check this out. What would be the threshold that you'd have to pass to warrant the government cutting off your power or cutting off your signal? Well, I mean, I guess if we lost control of some super AI, um, 
like for some reason, like like the things that would normally work to do a passive shutdown, like the administrator passwords, if they somehow stop working, um, where we, where we can't uh, slow down or or you know, I'm, I'm not. Sure, I, I don't have a precise answer, but if if there's something that we're concerned about, um, and and. Uh, and, and are, are unable to stop it with with the uh, software commands, then uh, we probably want to have some kind of hardware off switch. Yeah, um, I agree. The problem is we're assuming that an infinitely smarter intelligence, again, with regard to processing, hasn't already figured out an end around about that. You know, I, I get it. It's a movie, The Matrix, obviously. We don't need to be silly about it. But even the Matrix, like these writers, Wachowski brothers, took probably 10 minutes to think some up this scheme. They're like, yeah, they tried to. Remember the Matrix scheme? Like they tried to shut off the uh, artificial intelligence and they unplugged it. Then it used the power of the sun. And then the human beings nuked the world to shut out the power of the sun because of the nuclear particulate matter in the air. And the world went dark. And then they used human beings for batteries. Listen, it's a movie. But, you know, again, we're assuming that an AI hasn't already thought of an end around here. And he says, you know, I guess the time to shut it off will be when we lost control of it. How do we know we haven't lost control already? How do you know, again, this artificial intelligence isn't already just biding its time? I'm not nearly as confident as this as some other people are, folks. I'm extremely worried about this stuff. And I am not overselling it to you. I have no reason to do that. You know me. I don't run with stories until I'm sure of it. We've left stories on the table because I wasn't absolutely sure. Absolutely sure. All right. A couple more things I want to get to. Uh, this, uh, you know, I hate videos of AOC. I mean, really, it, we're all going to be 10 <laughs> IQ points dumber after watching this. But this buffoon, again, the, the people like this, the reason I air this is because there are real public policy implications. To powerful people like AOC. She's very powerful. A lot of liberal groups listen to her. A lot of Democrat lawmakers are very scared of her up on Capitol Hill. It's a fact, folks. I hear from people all the time. She just doesn't know what she's doing. She's very dumb. And she's up there talking. It was this Jordan Klepper, that lefty guy who does like the man on the street stuff for the left. And they're in Jacoby Hospital, which I believe is up in the Bronx. And uh, she's talking about how law enforcement and violent crime, how we need to respond to it like a public health measure. What does that even mean? A guy stabbing a woman to the death and the death on the street, and you bring in out a psychiatrist. What, what, what do you think this is like? Who's the doctor, Joe, from Halloween, played by oh. Donald Pleasance? What's his name? You bring uh. him out from Michael Myers? Hey, well, really? What the hell? You you think this is a public health problem? Michael Myers doesn't care. Have you ever seen a sociopath? Let me tell you something. I have a lot of them. I used to sit there in the cells and talk to these people after they committed crimes. Folks, they don't care one bit. They don't care about public health. They don't care about doctors. They see nothing wrong with what they just did. They have no ability to sympathize or empathize with another human being. You understand that? They are as dead inside as these characters in these horror movies. And she wants to deal with it as a public health problem? Listen to this crap. There is a lot of discussion around what what progressives can do about violence mm -hmm. in a big city. What the data has showed us is that if you respond to violence as a public health issue instead of as an incarceration issue, violence decreases. And that's what we're doing here at Jacoby Hospital. Are there cops here at the hospital that are addressing the issue? Hell no. <laughs> Did someone just say that in the chat? That's hilarious. He just told me someone in the chat's like, dude. 
You're too afraid to talk about Dominion. What? He was late to the... You know, sometimes better not say anything. Than, we welcome you. You're welcome here, obviously. But then to say something and look like a tool. Uh, maybe you should, when this is over and it goes on podcast and you know, rerun, whatever we call it, maybe you should watch the first half hour of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, man, what kind of producer are you? You a gee. You guys are so freaking lazy. I know. Let me do a show with not putting Dominion in there. Holy Moses. Shameful, you two. You're both fired. Uh, I need an in totally incompetent damn need a new team. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of incompetent and phony and fake, uh, here's AOC. Here's video one. This is who you're dealing with. The woman's going to get you killed or hurt in the street if you follow her public policing policies. And she will. I was there. I've seen New York City policing at its worst. People will get killed if you listen to her. I want you to listen to this first video. I want you to listen to her tone, her affect, the way she talks. The accent she uses on the words. Listen how she talks here. And I want to show you another one coming up next. Check this out. When Donald Trump tapped into this idea of make America great again, there, there, were, there was times of economic opportunity. Wages rose until the 1970s. Okay. Very uh, plain spoken. She tries to sound articulate, lucid. Now she's in front of the National Action Network, a primarily black audience. And um, she sounds a little bit different. Why that is. Check this out. I'm proud to be a bartender. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with working retail, folding clothes for other people to buy. What the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. AOC, <laughs> Sandy, Sandy Ocasio-Cortez. She wants to be like an around the way girl. I'm being around the way girl. She wants to be, she wants to be Jenny from the block. <laughs> so pathetic, man. So freaking pandering and pathetic. Let me tell you something. I ran in Maryland. Joe, does Maryland have a rather large black population of voters? Oh, yes, yes, yes. A couple people here. Well there. represented, yes. Well represented is right. Probably the wealthiest majority minority county in the country, Prince George's County, Maryland. Joe knows well. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm telling you, I knocked on probably 10,000 doors there between those two campaigns. You would never in a million years catch me doing that. Treat people like human beings, man. Don't pander to them. That's the kind of person you're dealing with with AOC. What a fake. Total fraud. All right, a couple more stories I want to get to. Today. Oh, my knee. Oh, gosh, I get this knee thing. Like if I lean the wrong way sideways, sometimes I think things just popped on me. The abortion debate. I just want to correct a little bit of misinformation out there. Folks, I'm pro-life. I get it. There's a big tent out there in the Republican Party, not about the life issue, but about how we should fight it. Some say we should do it gradually. Some say we should take the wins in front of us. Some suggest 15 weeks, six weeks. I don't like misinformation, however. There's a great piece by Ryan Anderson in the Wall Street Journal. Republicans can reset the abortion debate. And you've been told by lefty pollsters and others that the abortion debate's a total loser, and any Republican who runs on it anywhere is going to get smoked and lose in historic fashion. Well, Ryan Anderson says, really, that's kind of strange. Because DeSantis, 
who, by the way, signed into law a pain-capable bill, which protects babies after 15 weeks, and then just moved it to six. He won by 19 points. Well, that's just DeSantis. No, it's not just DeSantis. In Ohio, Governor Mike DeWine won last year by 25 points after signing a heartbeat law. All right, Dan, that's just two. No, there's more. Governor Brian Kemp in Georgia and Texas Governor Abbott both won decisive victories after signing heartbeat laws. Senator Marco Rubio was elected by 16 points after expressing strong support for a 15-week federal limit. Folks, the issue is not a loser. How people talk about it can be a loser. That's the issue. You do have to talk about it in a way that's sympathetic to people. You have things like crisis pregnancies and other things that are really tragic situations. But don't give up on this issue. We can't defend human life, and this party is absolutely worthless. And I'm not giving up on this fight. And by the way, in that Wisconsin uh, Supreme Court race, as they noted, that, um, that, that guy who lost, uh, the, the guy who lost the Supreme Court ju- justice seat in Wisconsin lost by the exact same amount he ran last time. All right, uh, let me get to this last article. I just want to show you this one. This is on my newsletter. Please check it out, bongino.com slash newsletter. So there's a group of, quote, patriotic millionaires calling for a 90% tax on income over uh, 100 million. Patriotic millionaires, that's hilarious. So a couple things. Number one, I invited the guy on my Fox show this weekend. Not sure if he's going to show up or not. He hasn't answered yet. He wants to pay more taxes. He's a millionaire. So here's my answer. Pay more freaking taxes, dude. Just give your money to the government. Nobody's stopping you. Nobody is stopping you. You want to pay more taxes? Stroke a check. Stroke the check, bro. Get your friends together, your patriotic millionaires. Leave all your money to the government and knock yourself out. Nobody's bothering you. You Go ahead and do it. They don't want to do it. They want to take other people's money. So we invited him on the Fox show this weekend. We'll see what happens. Unfiltered at nine. I doubt he's going to show up, but if he's so patriotic and proud, then come on the show and defend it. You want to give more money to the G? Go right ahead. Stroke that check, baby. He's got it up now. There's a treasury.gov website. You can voluntarily pay more taxes. Notice, thank you, Gee. Nobody's doing that. None of these guys are actually doing that. They just want you to do it. (laughs) Buffoons. All right. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe to the podcast. Podcast, it's absolutely free. Rumble.com slash Bongino. That's the link also to join us every day in the live chat. We love having you here. Even if you missed the Dominion portion at the beginning, you're forgiven. 11 a.m. Eastern time every day. We appreciate it. Also, if you wouldn't mind subscribing to the audio podcast on Apple and Spotify, you had us at number four the other day on Apple. I really appreciate it. It's absolutely free. Thanks a lot, folks. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.